Hello, my name is Leon, and I'm recording a solo podcast. Maybe it's going to go on mushroom blading, and probably will if it's going to be good. Um, maybe it's going to go even if it's going to be bad, who knows. Uh, but if you end up hearing it, you, um, you just got to deal with it. So, I, I'm driving right now. I'm driving to actually meet Todd and Joey. Driving from Vancouver uh, to uh, Kamloops. It's about a three and a half hour drive. So, just after work, after I close this, the store in Vancouver, I, uh, I run Shop Task. I run the Vancouver store right now. So, I work there for the day. And after work at six, I... I'm driving to meet Todd and Joey to do a little uh, review about the Intuition Liners, the new product that I developed with uh, the company, uh, Vancouver-based company Intuition. They make the best ski liners on the market. They've been doing it for uh, over 30 years. This company is legit. If you if you don't believe me, that's what the internet is for. So if you go and check on the internet what people have to say about their ski ski liners, like their intuition ski liners, or their snowboard intuition liners, or their water sport intuition liners, or whatever, um, anyone that used that their product that experienced the feeling of their foam. Uh, will have the same thing to say that there's just nothing better than that and um, so I'm very lucky to have a store like have a business in the city that uh, like literally five minutes drive from intuition so over time I developed a relationship uh, we started selling shop tasks started selling ski boots because we sell short skis as an alternative in the winter for skating so we sell this and um, which is a actually awesome by the way and uh, we started selling ski boots like higher-end ski boots full tilt and all the full tilt boots come with the intuition liner and that's what makes full tilt such an amazing boot um, and again, if you go and search full tilt boots, you'll know that everyone loves their full tilt boots. Because, not only, but a big reason, to be honest, what makes them so much superior is their liner. Without the liner, just a simple plastic shell. Um, there's other companies that make ski boots with intuition liners, like Del Bello or Scarpa. But they're still, like, they're going to be really expensive like those boots that come with intuition liners are you know six seven eight hundred dollars the full tilt ones are a little bit better priced they're like between 400 to 600 because they it's such a big contract they they're such a popular boot and they make uh, um, they use intuition liners in all their boots except the kids ones anyway long story uh, I guess uh, I don't have to rush because this is a solo podcast so it could be like half hour or an hour um, so what I what I was I, what I was saying is that I'm really lucky to build a personal relationship with those guys that are awesome uh, it's a, almost like a family run business and um people that are really cool they're you know they're not yeah they don't care whether you skate you skateboard you rollerblade and you can really feel like a really good energy every time you go in there and uh, so from the moment we kind of met like through the the fact that I've been selling the ski boots with their liners um, I started kind of inquiring hey how it would work if we wanted to do like a skate liner that would be so good and since um, anyway they 
they seemed really interested because at the moment most of their business is in the winter they do like all mostly skiing and snowboard and um, in the summer they do the water sport liner which is the aqua liner and the water sport like this the water ski boots are basically the old USD uh, classic throne so whatever company made those boots you know they just made it in the same factory that the classic thrones were made and intuition is the company that designed the liner for that um, well that that's the original design like that's the shape that it was kind of like designed to specifically um, that's the aqua liner and um, it's uh, it's the thinnest one like older ski liners are really big and bulky because obviously ski boots have are much taller so they give you more support and you need the liner to be thicker because um, there's more pressure I guess applied and um, the aqua liner is pretty much like the only liner that looked right away when I was in their warehouse that looked like something that would fit into a skate it was the right size and shape and everything so I took the liner and I've been testing it for probably close to two years that's when I first picked up that liner uh, at first I wasn't using them much because when I put them into my skate uh, they felt like my skate felt a little loose for a second and um, I was like, oh, I guess it doesn't fit right. Not realizing that that's an amazing thing and I can go to a smaller shell because the liner did fit right. Like it fit my foot exactly. It's a 100% heat moldable liner. It fits my foot 100%. And um, um, uh, yeah, it fits my foot 100%. And the liner was not the problem the shell was too big that was the problem so and, and a little bit later when we got uh, like the Seba FRAs um, I just thought hey let me just try it in the smaller shell and I tried it and it was extremely tight uh, I didn't heat mold it I should have probably but I said hey I'll just go skate with it and you know try to break them in or you know what I had it in the store all day I was like wearing them in the store just not sure if they're too tight or not or yeah not sure if they're too tight but at the end I decided to go for it I said I have to try it it felt almost too tight uh, especially in the toe area my toes felt really compressed and uh, once I started skating the first day was um, pretty painful but they felt so tight like so close to my foot that it was yeah a crazy feeling like such a new unique experience and slowly I kept on skating them and skating them and they did get better really quickly um, if I heat molded it in the store it would have been the, the easiest way um, not heat molding them in the oven they do because you don't want to like uh, kind of overheat them and uh, destroy their shape so the way to heat mold them is keeping it inside the skate and then heat molding it with almost like a hair dryer um, that's like more or less like what we have in the store it's like the in made by intuition it's a heat molder that designed to heat mold like intuition liners anyway there's other ways to heat mold it which you can probably research but um, in the store I should have heat molded it to get it broken in faster but uh, but I didn't but after you know pretty much the second day it was fine and those and then I used those skates for um, probably about a year and a half and the, I still kind of use them the liner the liners um, are perfect the, the original aqua liners I uh, recently I cut the shell and tried to do some 
you know, experimentation with like taking plastic in certain areas and trying to make it as minimal as possible. But nothing to do with that. The liner is still great and it's still amazing to, I would still skate it. It's still better than anything I've ever tried to that point. And um, so I've been, you know, I ordered a bunch of aqua liners to our stores and started telling people, man, this liner is incredible. But it's incredible, but you gotta make it, like, you gotta, you gotta believe in it, and you gotta put a lot of money on it. And sometimes because I own a store, people, you know, question whether I'm just trying to sell them the liners or is it really actually a good product. So no bullshit, honestly, like whenever I try to tell you you need to buy it, you need to freaking buy it. Because if I tell you to buy something and you buy it and you're disappointed, that look, you will never trust me again. So the only way for me to keep you as a customer and to gain your business is give you the best shit available. And people trust me because I, I, you know, and sometimes I do make a mistake. I would say this would work perfect for you and they tell me no, it didn't work because of this and this and this and I would I would accept it I say you know what that's interesting I didn't think about this point but now I know and I can apply it for future customers and so I'm open for criticism if I am wrong I'm more than happy to listen to it and you know call me on my bullshit that's that's fine with the information I had at the time that was the best decision or the best advice I could have given you and that's how I run my business uh, okay so back to the the process of the liners when uh, so you know it's a lot of money so slowly I started kind of oh sorry it all started I I did meet up with uh, Rob the owner he's a he's about 70 years old awesome guy like a older skier he's the guy that started the company so we met up with uh, like the whole team in Vancouver and I showed them what's available on the market at the time and to be honest the first liner that we tried to make was nothing <laughs> nothing like what you see here because the first liner we tried to make wasn't based on the aqua liner the aqua liner is something like I said I got it I took it from them right away I tried it in a booth and I just felt like no it's not it um, and we tried to develop something different which I'm not gonna get into because it's still kind of relevant so it might actually come out one day but uh, uh, yeah, and then as we were like kind of thinking of like making that liner, it, and everything takes time, so they would kind of make a sample in, in, in China, and then by the time we get it in Vancouver, and communication and stuff, so it could take a few months. But in those few months, I realized that the aqua liner is actually amazing, and that's what I want to use right now. Like, that's what's going to work well in, uh, for example, like in any plastic shell especially after using them for two months and seeing what happens to the foam once you start using it. And, uh, by the way, I, I've tried Intuition in my ski boots before, not for a long time, but enough to know that this is amazing stuff. But I didn't know how it's gonna break in in a skate because it's a lot thinner and I wasn't sure if the plastic of the skate and you know the way you lean on your tricks like fish brains maybe it's gonna the cuff is gonna dig in too much because the liner is too thin uh, it is a lot thinner than you know the regular liner that you get <clears throat> and it doesn't have you know regular liners have some sort of a kind of plastic thing around it like fake leather or whatever to make uh, to give extra padding to the foam so when you lean on your fish brain or something, you know, it doesn't dig in through the foam. So they have to put this on. Otherwise you would feel your cuff digging in. But with the intuition liners, there's nothing on the outside of it. It's just straight foam. 
the the difference is the foam that they're using is their own patent foam. Um, I'm not gonna like explain about it too much because you can just Google it, but it's a it's a foam that they even sell to the medical industry. They it's a really unique product that they develop, and it's 100% heat moldable. It's denser. Uh, it's about 80% density versus about 30 to 40% density on traditional foam stuff that you would get in most liners. Uh, so because they're so dense, they're they act more as a, a cushion, like a protection from the plastic shell, from the, from the rigidity of the plastic shell. But they're still thin enough that you can fit so close to the boot, but without having any pain. And, uh, sorry, I gotta drink something. Talking too much. Oh no, no water. Damn. So, Anyway, I want to finish this because I'm feeling pretty passionate about it. Oh, it's only 16 minutes. That's uh, that's crazy. There's gonna be uh, <laughs> yeah, very dry mouth situation. So um, So once I, I saw the sample of the first uh, thing that we tried to design and you know it just wasn't right and I kind of felt bad but you know I told them that I've been using this liner and it's great and they were you know super easy and wanted to you know I guess try again. Not that the first attempt was a failure, it just wasn't a final product, it was just like a rough thing. Um, but the second one, because we had like an exact shape to go off, that they already had all the patterns, I said, I just made a few changes. So I did a sketchy little drawing uh, of the liner, which, uh, which I still have the, the picture, and I sent it to them. But since we've been, you know, friends and communicating a little bit, they already had an idea of kind of what would work in a skate and they've been thinking about it so I just sent them an email um, when I figured everything out and it worked out that it was like per in the perfect time when they were in the factory and that's after maybe like not talking for a month or two months because you know they're busy I'm busy and um, send them an email with that picture and they said awesome we're in the factory and a lot of the ideas that I mentioned, they've been thinking about as well, like ventilation, and uh, they were, it was almost funny that that's exactly what they were talking about in their other products, and I, ha I was on the same page. And we, so they made that sample, and we made a few changes in the, for that sample. So the, this is the first prototype changing from the Aqualiner. The Aqualiner is just, uh, six millimeter foam all around uh, it's like a tongue liner six millimeter foam all around with like minimal seams um, feels amazing so what I asked to do first of all is to m make the shape that it was coming up too high on some skates not that it's a problem but aesthetically I wanted it to be a bit lower um, and you don't need if you don't need it there it shouldn't be there so we made it uh, like a v-cut so it deeps in on the back and lower the sides as well a little bit and then we i said to put laces so it would work well in sebas in sebas where their liners are the same thing you lace it up through the loops of the skate or the rivets of the skate and then you loop it like the last three holes you loop it through the liner so it kind of connects the boot like the shell with the liner and minimizes movement of the liner and the shell making making the whole thing more responsive more solid so I said well let's do the same thing so it would um, kind of work well in that but also would work well in general and uh, on it would work perfect on any plastic shell sorry if I'm explaining too much I just don't want people getting the wrong ideas that anyway so uh, what was I gonna say 
so yeah we changed the those rivets so we put rivets and put the, like laces just around the top and then because I tried their ski liner the power wrap which is their most famous product I um, and because after I've been experimenting with them and Todd and Joey and Sean from Calgary a bunch of people like Taylor Ritchie I, I did manage to get a bunch of people on the aqua liner so I had a lot of people to get feedback from um, so a lot of Canadian skaters and to be honest when they tried it it was over like they all were just blown away they knew this is the best thing there's nothing to go back to um, and uh, but from the input uh, I talked to Joey quite a bit about like the thing he was probably the most uh, the he's the biggest um, you know scientist when it comes to skate products he's very curious about trying different things um, and is really smart and he does have really good understanding of uh, like foot foot movement um, a lot like he's really and he communicates it in the skating that he understands uh, movement like foot control and foot movement on a slightly higher level than you know people that do grinds all the time there is a but he because he understands that he understands how the equipment affects it he can really for for him he can tell very quickly uh, and analyze a product so he's been a really great help. I literally talked to him on the phone that morning. He told me like, it's like, Joey, so that's the changes I want to make to the liner. Uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, this is right, this is right. And kind of added some input and, you know, together we're all on the same page. But he really helped me um, kind of sort through the ideas. Uh, the one thing I, so what I added was the power wrap. It's a... Um, like a something uh, like the power wrap you can see it now in the final liner it's removable it comes in like soft or hard the soft one is the gold one and the hard one is the um, black one uh, but on the first model it was exactly like their ski liner so it wasn't re removable it was just stitched on you know like a so there's the liner and on top of it there's a layer that kind of holds your ankle better and gives you extra support around like um, around your cuff um, so yeah it's stitched on so the first one that they did that was so I asked for the holes the v-cut uh, that wrap and the wrap will go along with the v-cut and I asked for uh, like heel elevation like because uh, I felt like it would be nice to have some sort of a shock absorber under your heel because it's designed for like skating has a bit more impact and just in general how you stand in skates uh, so uh, like we basically wanted like to do something along those lines which we ended up just making an attachable shock absorber but this shock absorber there's nothing special in terms of shock absorption but it's also designed to figure out like your elevation but it does work really well surprisingly like when I put it in it felt like really like this together attached to that amazing liner becomes an amazing shock absorber um, <clears throat> so yeah so that was the other thing and then a bunch of like holes for ventilation and I kind of tried to place them strategically wherever it made sense the other thing we made the tongue uh, thicker because uh, in the aqua liners the tongue was just this, as thin as the liner and it could kind of move around eventually as you apply pressure it could kind of wear in or like break in on like a weird angle almost maybe with my skate but that's just because it was almost too loose the cuff was designed to hold like a much uh, bigger 
line there around the cuff area that it was it's it was really hard to tighten it so that's why there was some movement but with the power wrap with that wrap around your cuff and the thicker tongue um, that was like why we did it to make sure that it's going to fill in the shell better and when you buckle it up it will be tighter that was Todd's uh, big complaint but that was pretty noticeable um, with everyone and uh, just not that the liner was wrong the skates were not they were designed for like puffy like giant liners and uh, um this and then in the toe area because I felt even though eventually it broke in uh, initially I felt that it was too tight in the toe and that when I let some people try it that was especially for downsizing that was uh, a little scary to downsize with all that pressure around your toe uh, so just based on what's available in the industry I said well let's make the toe area thinner and maybe make it as neoprene so it could be stretchy because um, that's for example the REMS liners have neoprene and they REMS liners are great like those are one of like the better liners I've had but it wasn't that the liner was great it was just a really smart design of the liner combined with that shell so the, sh the liner was well designed to that shell made a lot of sense uh, but the neoprene so when we got that sample with all those like changes and whatnot and we also put like some little things on it so it's not gonna move around so when we got the liner right away it felt roomier and I was really happy because I can downsize to a smaller size the power wrap was good but it wasn't like still wasn't thick enough the tongue was perfect like it was really thick um, not really thick just the right thickness and uh, the ventilation holes were nice the laces were nice the v-cut like things were re looking really cool and uh, but as soon as I started skating it it was so hard to you know when you're so excited about the liner and it looks cool and it even says like skate on it or I'm not sure if it said skate on it. Yeah, it might have not. I think they still like accidentally like said aqua on it. Um, but it's a prototype, so. Um, which, by the way, I must say, intuition, where, like when we were talking about it, they were, you know, so, uh, well, Crystal, the lady I've been dealing with, she was just like, oh man, I can't believe they put like aqua on it. Like she was really passionate about her product and um, they have really good relationship but you know sometimes people make mistakes and it was a sample I was like hey who cares and when she was looking at the stitching she was really analyzing those uh, sample uh, one-off liner that they sent for me and she was just kind of like oh the stitching needs to be better this needs to be stronger like it's like I can't believe you know it's like this but I was like, oh, don't worry, I'm just testing it out. But she wanted to reassure me that the product is going to be top-notch like all their other products. And she didn't need to do any convincing. I, I knew that a company like this is not going to embarrass themselves and put a, you know, bad stitching and things like that. So, uh, yeah, but it's funny. It did still say Aquana, but it, I was so excited to, like, finally see a product the first product that I created and initially it felt so good but it was I knew that the toe even though it was roomier it wasn't as good because I lost that solid piece like it all of a sudden like broke the liner apart because there was there was no responsiveness to it and even though it was roomier in the toe you know sometimes the toe would still press against like push forward against the plastic shell and it would hurt and what I realized that the neoprene is just not dense enough to uh, to protect it from pain the intuition foam even though it was really tight it wasn't painful because the foam like didn't press against like really hard like it wasn't like a hard object pressing against uh, your bones or your toes so it doesn't matter how tight it was 
it wasn't painful like the neoprene was, which was roomier. So there, I basically lost the protection and I could kind of wiggle my toe and it felt, it kind of lost its integrity. Like the liner wasn't as responsive as a whole because with the aqua liner, it's one solid piece. So like you move your toe, like you feel like it's not a separate piece. It's like all together. You move your, yeah, it's an extension of your body. You don't feel any room. So then I wasn't sure I was like oh what do we do like maybe we can try it with thinner foam but I almost felt bad like doing too many samples and because the product was really good and I'm like well and I felt bad going back but they were really good about it and they just wanted to make sure that the product is right because the worst thing is you know not changing something when you know it needs to be changed just going for it and then the product sucks and then you made all this stuff and people are talking how it sucks. So I knew it. The product just needed to be right. So I told them, you know what, I like this works, this works. Like I like the power up, but it's not thick enough. Oh, and when I was showing, showing this sample to Josh Silver, like telling him, hey, I'm not like the neoprene is not as good as this, explaining him what I'm thinking and explaining him, oh, and like the power up is better, but it's not thick enough. And uh, he was like, Josh Silver is an amazing skater and he's probably the, um, definitely the person in Vancouver that experiments the most with, you know, he's the MacGyver of rollerblading. He's probably the biggest like MacGyver of rollerblading I ever met. Uh, he, you know, whenever a skate comes out, he's the first to buy it. He's the first to like cut it out open and you know really do he knows what he likes he's really smart um, he's really smart in like a like practical like functional things um, and he has amazing ideas so right away he was like dude like why don't you because I'm saying how I don't know if this would be thick enough for this shell or the power up I'm talking about the thing around your ankle and he said well why don't you just put it on velcro so it's removable and then you can have different thicknesses and yada yada and potentially like create different ones depending on what you need and I was like oh my god this is brilliant so uh, this is brilliant because this could also if it does work well intuition can use it on their ski liners which improve which will improve their product um, and then allow customers to experience, experience all those different like stiffnesses and whatnot. Takes the yeah, I think it's really cool. So instead of you know buying a whole new liner, you can just buy like a, this replaceable piece that makes them super rigid again. So, um, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Um, yeah, so he gave me this idea, I pitched it to Intuition, they liked it, they made what we decided that we're gonna, instead of, I thought to get rid of the neoprene, but then after talking to them we decided that let's try to make it uh, a little bit thinner, still the, still the Intuition foam, uh, but the toe area would be a little bit thinner, and I was just not sure if it's gonna it's worth trying because it might not give me enough um, uh, protection so my toe would like still kind of be in pain but even when we downsize it to three millimeters um, that's what we ended up doing and it worked out and so on that next sample it was dead on like everything was exactly as you see it uh, except like the stiffnesses they send a bunch of like different um, wraps so we on the for that liner we made uh, so what we did is like we did two densities like a soft one and a hard one so they made samples of a soft one and a hard one in uh, um, in, in uh, like from like three millimeters to five millimeters or sorry from like two millimeters to four millimeters of the soft one and 
So anyway, like three or four, like about three soft versions and three hard versions. Uh, so the soft one is a bit more puffy, and the hard one is a, like feels like plastic almost, like it's super solid. And uh, the final one, I realized that the stiffer one, personally, the stiffer one and the thicker one uh, felt better because it filled in the shell really nice and felt really solid and supportive. So we, and then the soft one just kind of made sense. So to make one like soft and five millimeters and one hard and five millimeters, because people have preferences. Personally, I like it super stiff. And I think eventually everyone would really like the stiff one, but the soft one, the one that it comes with, the gold soft one, it fills in the skate really nice. It gives you the most, like a really comfortable, like snug fit. And uh, the other one does too, but it is a little like more supportive, which is better. That's why I made it black. So <laughs> that's how I like my products, black. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so we made them a bit. We ended up making it five millimeter, which was kind of like the best. It was a little thicker. Four millimeter hard density was the best one I've tried before, and then the five millimeter felt even better. Whether six or seven I'm gonna feel good, I don't know. I think I think it might be too much. So. <clears throat> but we'll we'll be testing things. Don't worry. And uh, if you have the liner, you can always, you know, experiment with uh, with us. And uh, if we make a new wrap, you'll be able to get it for cheap or you know for a really reasonable thing. So once you have the liner, which which by the way, this liner is perfect. The reason it's perfect is because it's not layers of foam like glued together it just um, it, it, it's one like solid piece you know so once it's like perfectly molded to your foot there's nothing um, um, nothing to rip you know other liners would rip eventually because you keep on pushing it and you know the fabric on the top is not perfectly attached to the stuff inside and things inside could move there's nothing in this liner to wear out uh, it goes in super smooth so yeah th this liner I had like my aqua liner for a year and a half and it's still perfectly fine it's a hundred percent like perfect um, and I use them a lot and you know so what I'm saying is the people that will buy this liner, this liner is gonna last them forever. It's gonna be the best feeling liner they ever had. Uh, and if you like the plastic shell, if you're not skating carbon skates uh, with a built-in liner, or if you're not skating like carbon freeze with a built-in liner, you, this is, there's nothing, nothing you can say until you try it. And if you try it, and for whatever reason you can tell me that there's something out there that is better for for you specifically, because I know it's not going to be better for everyone, uh, then I'll I'll accept that. But I doubt there's going to be anyone that will question or that would have a better liner to say. That that's how confident I am. Uh, and there's other liners that are good for the price point and everything and that's um, and that kind of brings me to the price point of those liners so they're they're expensive as hell I uh, to be honest don't want to say the price because I'm not sure on the price at this point of the recording but I know they're gonna be really expensive and I want to tell you that today I actually saw when I was in intuition picked up all the liners I um, um, I was talking to the like accounting lady and we still didn't figure out like all a bunch of like details but she had the invoice from the factory and this is I would say 20% uh, higher like it cost them 20% more to make this liner 
than their, their most expensive liner. So their most expensive liner cost an X amount of dollar, and this aqua liner, this, uh, this sorry, the skate liner, is 20% more expensive to manufacture than any other intuition liner that's available right now. Um, the reason is probably because of that removable piece and the fact that you get an, an additional piece. That's the cost, including like that shock absorber and all the Velcro and like all the like. I guess I'm not even like the research and development. That's we just lucky because they, you know, they make liners for years, so that we didn't have to pay for any of this stuff. But anyway, the cost of the liner, and that's like their cost. Um, to make it 20% higher than any of their other liners. So whatever we decide to do with the price of like how pri to price it uh, doesn't ma change the fact that it's an, an amazing product that took the best boot liner company in the world uh, cost them so much like you know that's basically the, the best quality you can get at the cheapest price from like the best source um, so, and what what I want to say is, I had a I had a really good point about it at the beginning. I don't I don't even know if I'm gonna get to it. It's, I kind of seem to for, I think I forgot what I wanted to say exactly. So bear with me. Uh, but about the price, um, and I know the price is gonna be. Oh, I remember. Very good. And the price is going to be an issue for a lot of skaters. And a lot of skaters are already crying about it. And because the Aqualiner was 170 bucks. Uh, or $174. All their other liners are $190 to $200. Maybe $210 is their most expensive liner. But around $200 is like, you know, for a liner for the ski boots or snowboard boots and aggressive skaters especially are gonna cry and say that this is too expensive our industry is too small and no one is gonna pay this type of money and our industry is exactly what you make it to be and if you care about this industry and you demand the companies in such small industry with so little participants to manufacture you good good quality product at the prices that you're asking for is impossible even in a ski industry that has tons of money so you by you requesting that like the product to be cheap by you requesting this liner to cost like you know like 60 bucks or like ridiculous things like that $90 or sorry $90 is not ridiculous but you know the pe people that want it to be about a hundred bucks I think that's a very respectable uh, request if if you don't know how the intuition liner feels like because to be honest once you know the feeling you just it doesn't matter how much you thought it's gonna cost like if you didn't feel it yet your opinion doesn't matter and in terms of people thinking that the liner shouldn't be expensive, that's so stupid. Because if you think about how much it costs to make the... Like, what's the most expensive thing to make in a skate? On, like, high-end skates, it's probably the metal frame. So, like, the high-end metal that you're going to use costs tons of money. In aggressive skating, it's, like, plastic frame, so it doesn't matter. But the whole, like, plastic mold of a skate, it's so freaking cheap when you when you have an existing mold and you just produce them but the liner still requires um, you know human interaction of like stitching it and using like good foam so like the the cost of a liner of like a quality liner should be way more than like a, a mold of a plastic shell so if you think about it it would make sense so if you if it a plastic shell with uh, like a really basic liner um, you're willing to pay like over $200 for 
you know what the liner probably costs as much to make as the as the shell anyway so even on the cheap ones uh, so okay what's my point what's my point uh, so you make the industry be what it is you by you requesting those products you're making companies you're forcing companies to manufacture products to meet your desired price range for the industry that you so in love with and you been you put so much into it you're expecting to get the best at a price that you can only get shit honestly especially like maybe you can get good stuff if you're a giant like company that produces tons of liners but in the aggressive industry the, with the resources and the per amount of participants you cannot um, yeah okay yeah sorry I'm just uh, kind of getting uh, a little too passionate about this and forgetting what I'm trying to, to say so what I'm trying to say is please if you want if you care about this sport if you care about this industry what you need to demand is expensive products so you as a consumer it's kind of like you know the whole vegetarian or sorry the whole organic thing organic stuff is expensive because no one wants like everyone wants like the cheap stuff uh, or people just care about the price So, uh, sorry, way off track, but what do I want to say? If you want this industry to grow, it will grow by having better products. Products that the participants could put on and really enjoy it and get addicted to it like we did. For us, we we're so addicted to it already that even with a crappy product we'll still be doing it but in order to grow the sport and bring new participants you have to you have to have good product and to be honest nowadays most aggressive skates if you are a complete beginner if you go and buy a pair of aggressive skates online you're gonna end up getting the wrong size with crappy wheels crappy bearings honestly Anyone that listens to this podcast knows if you were to get a piece of shit like that from the internet right now in the wrong size, you're probably not going to enjoy skating nearly as much as you do right now. And you know it. You got to have like the right boot that works well for your foot and you got to have the right wheels. And you know, we became really picky so we know what works for us. But it's most of the stuff is garbage there's a lot of like really poor product and the reason it's I'm not blaming the companies I'm blaming the consumer that doesn't want to pay over a hundred dollars for liner well you know you gotta if you want it to grow you gotta believe in it and you gotta help the industry help you help the world be a better fucking place by making better skates and having more people enjoy skating not in just an aggressive way if you want to do aggressive that's great but skating for everyone that's sorry if I'm getting like too extreme here towards the end but honestly like all this bullshit of like oh I only aggressive skate I only power blade I only speed skate or you know it's all good like we're all rollerbladers we can have a product that works for all of us it doesn't have to be an aggressive skate company making an aggressive skate um, it doesn't have to be like a skater like the design a skate liner or you know it has to be like done like by the by the best you know like to get good product you need to go to the people that make it the best so um, that's why intuition that they just make sense that this is the best liner because those guys have their own freaking foam they've been doing it for 30 years 
there this is legit so please if you believe in this industry and you listen to this podcast don't be a cheap ass most of you have really good jobs to be honest like I run like shop task and it's it's a tough business because you know it's a tough business because we constantly keep investing and trying to make it grow we're not there's so much to do like so much there's product to develop uh, like there's so much missing in this industry that we cannot enjoy like like when we we gotta reinvest the money to make it better and then as we make it better um, there's gonna be you know a bigger return on that investment so trust me we're struggling it's tough it's really tough oh anyone that's in the skate business at the moment is struggling it's not easy time there's a lot of competition um, yeah and not enough participants so if um, um, if you want to show your support you know and if you buy if a lot of people buy those liners you know it's a great product what I wanted to say is you know most of the people that listen to it you know they want a hundred dollar liners but they have a legit job and those people would spend a hundred dollars to go skiing for a day just skiing for the day paying for the lift ticket a hundred bucks but they would expect a liner that would be the best freaking comfortable thing that will make their skating experience so much better they expect this liner to cost as much as a day pass to a ski mountain you guys are ridiculous you gotta realize that if you and again if you don't want this product to be good if you want to keep on skating like sorry I, I might be a little too harsh with this I don't want to like step on anybody's toes and again like I don't I want to say like it's amazing like other companies that making liners and but they making liners to the consumer that expects to pay $80 $90 and I want to change it I want to be say no like I'm not listening to you I'm gonna tell you because I know the product better than you because that's what I'm specialized in and you specialize in something else in a different like job and in this job you make good money probably way better than me and you can afford to pay $200 to have the experience of a good liner and if all those guys that have the money to spend again if you have no money then by all like don't spend please I, it's not more important than other things in life but you better pay the rent first and you know take care of your family and things like that I understand not everyone is able to spend a lot of money on a liner but if skating is important to you and if you can enhance that experience don't be silly just spend the extra hundred bucks and have a liner that would last you throughout all those different skates this liner I don't know how long it's gonna last for because I've been using it for a year and a half and it's still perfect and that's not as good of a liner as the skate liner that is now available for you so thank you for listening i think that's that's a good ender